could be wrong. This is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's the radio time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. Yeah, the great Billy Gibbons here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. He just passed out. Oh, yeah. Hey, that didn't sound too bad. Huh? Let the lightning bolt fly on. Oh, man. We're here with Matt. Oh, yeah. Let the lightning bolt We got all these guys and girls in the house. Let me tell you, that's where it's at. (laughs) And that's, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Allen. Pass me a gallon. Welcome back. Welcome back, my friendlies. Welcome back, my friends. Matt here, Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube, on Rumble, on X, and fantastic radio stations across the nation, including uh, the greatest radio stations in Wisconsin. Love Wisconsin, and I love this. You know, I've had, uh, it seems like throughout my lifetime, I've had so many summer sausages and what was that uh, that store that would be in all the shopping malls? Hickory Farms. Yeah, Hickory Farms. They would always have that summer sausage. This summer sausage that was sent to us by a couple, couple lovely folks from yeah. Wisconsin, this garlic beef summer sausage is off the hook. Normally when it says garlic on it, you only get a faint taste of garlic. This is massive. Well, Matt, you said you opened it. I couldn't find it. Oh, it's so... Where'd you put it? I couldn't find it. It's in the refrigerator. You looked everywhere in there? Yeah, I found the other one that we opened, but I couldn't find the new one you opened. Oh, I hope I accidentally didn't leave it under my pillow. Well, I looked everywhere, man. No, it's got to be in there. Uh, yeah, it's in there. Obviously. Okay. Unless someone creeped into the house and hey. stole the summer sausage. Well, that's what they come I mean, here for. Who the hell would they... Who can't behave enough to stay out of the house and leave our summer sausage what? alone? Uh, you would think so. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't imagine that could have happened. It's now, next break, there. I'm going to check underneath your pillow and just see what's <laughs> yeah. it, it damn well could be. Yeah. And by the way, if it's, it's got a little mold there, cut it off, I'm man. Good. It ain't going to hurt you. <laughs> so I tried Uncle Dick a second ago. No Uncle Dick. We're getting big time by everyone. Yeah, even Uncle Dick in Dayton, Nevada. Yeah. What the hell? You give them a little fame, and, and they don't appreciate it. No. I, apparently not, and it's sad. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's a good chance Wonder Hussy will not be rebutting those claims that she's the uh, the worst woman on earth. Well, next Saturday. She next Saturday, will. she will rebut the claims. Right. She made that promise to me. And by the way, when she's promised, she's always followed through. Always. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a new bed for her, too. 
You do? If she comes out here, yeah. Oh. Next time. I, I, gave her, I gave her the blow-up mattress. I don't know. She said she'd come back, but I, I don't know. You know, when she walked into this 1876 Virginia City, Nevada-style bar, it's not that she was underwhelmed, but she saw all the Trump hats up there, and she knew she couldn't videotape or, as the kids say, film, even though it's not filming. <laughs> she couldn't videotape the stuff. And I should have had the forethought to know to take down the Trump hats. Oh, well. Otherwise, she, well, oh, well. You know, we could have been a part of a Wonder Hussy video, and that would have been fun. Yep. But instead, you know, I shoot myself in the foot, and sometimes I don't even try to. No, that hurts. Yeah, anyway. The gun goes off. Yeah. Uh, see? That's uh, Billy Dilly. Away from the microphone. He just, uh, talk about a guy who can't behave. I mean, hey, you know, you, you teach I'm him. Closer. You learn him how to get on top of that mic, and he'll just, uh, he'll stay away. Oh, yeah. I don't understand it. I don't understand Get Don on the phone. Is Don on the phone? Don. And where are those pictures? Where are those pictures that I asked for? Wait a second. It could be time. We do this at least once a year. Where the hell is this? This is one of the classics. Uh... D-D-D-D-D. Have a holiday. This is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. <laughs> I love that. Because, you know, that was real. He was, uh, at that time they were taping it. And he was pissed off about the time. 2? What the hell? 2 a.m.? <laughs> Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand. I love whether it. we have kids or pets yeah. or neither. Love Casey. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio. And here's what he likes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. I'm coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo damn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. No, you know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but damn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a damn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a f***ing up-tempo record every time I do a damn diff dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god last damn time. I want somebody use his f***ing brain to not come out of a damn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a f***ing dog dying. What is this f***ing ponderous, man? Ponderous, and ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. Oh, I love him. <laughs> Loved him. One what, what of the sweet guys of all time, man. I spent uh, many hours with that guy, and uh, what a class act. I met him and his wife. Yeah. Yeah. When, where In was Seattle. Oh, that's right, at a radio convention. Yeah, at the West, the West End or something like that. <clears throat> yeah, didn't your, Four seasons. didn't your spousal equivalent, because she's sort of she's sort of nutty, didn't she take off her shoes to take a picture well, with him? Well, we were all lined up with his his wife and him. And, and, and we Casey's were... diminutive. You know, he's sort yeah. of a short guy. Yeah. And, and, and Joni says, my ex, she's... she's a, before we take the picture, maybe we should take my shoes off because uh, I look taller. I'm taller than you. That's weird, side. man. And I'm thinking, why would you even do <laughs> that's that? That's really bizarre. Yeah, so she took her damn shoes off. Oh, on. that's bizarre. It's like, what the hell, man? Yeah. I mean, look at Casey's wife. She's like 10 feet tall, you know? I wonder if, uh, no. 
Hey, is that why we're too long? Wow. Oh, that's that's the right. I was messing with the module on this board, being that I have no producer and I'm producing. You'll never have a producer. <laughs> and I thought I thought I found the culprit here, and uh, this was this is on the board underneath. It's not even working. Yeah, the culprit is Dave. Dave. No, oh, yeah, Dave. Uh, Tattoo Dave screwed yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I want. Yeah, uh, let me get an operation so I can continue to live. Wow, what a puss. Just selfish. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's pure selfishness. Why, yeah. Otherwise, otherwise I'll die if I don't get this operation. But but you know, you don't you don't no feelings for us? Yeah, right. You don't you don't have second thoughts about wow, but no. what how is it going to impact Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio and his demons of decadence? How is this going to impact them? Do you even g- give you, it a Dave. second thought? But no, no, I gotta save my life. Yeah, really, yeah. Ridiculous. just ridiculous. Creepy is what that is. Yeah, creepy, <laughs> creepy. Yeah. And thanks, I, thanks for the TV, Dave. I want to live. <laughs> yeah. And thanks for the guitar, Ben. He's hooked me up with a lot. Well, I don't of stuff. have this operation. I'm gonna die. Yeah. Well, what about us? A little footstool too. Little what? There he goes again. Mr. Uh, Billy, non-sequitur Dilly. <laughs> okay, I, you know what? I have all the time in the world today, so... Ex- Footstool. What, explain that one. What is that? Uh, he's got a coffee table out there that come from Dave. Oh, so it's a I coffee table. I called it a footstool <laughs> because if you're sitting on the couch and you put your feet up, see? it's a footstool. But see, I don't, I don't put my feet up on that thing. But Billy... I didn't say that. Billy, no... He'll say some odd things, but somehow it makes sense. No, not always. Uh, Ibram... <laughs> <laughs> okay, the lozenger is already gone. I've sucked it down. Eater's album? <laughs> he coughed on it. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm producing, hosting the show, and I have a nasty cough. And I've bellied up to the bar <coughs> smoking stogies. Do I get what I deserve? Well, that's, yes. Uh, you know, you yes, gotta, I do. You got to go through it. Like when I had this thing for two weeks. I've, I've been going through uh, it. Well. And I never, I, I, man, do I rarely get sick. This is the first time in many, many years. Well, I think everybody everybody that's been on our show, guests and, and regulars, whatever, they've all had the cove. Yeah. And uh, they, they disappeared for a while. They come back. I, and I'm pretty sure I've had, I've never oh, had Oh, I think I have so. too. Um, yeah, there's one night here where, yeah, I'm, yeah it hit me. But l- let me get a test so it tests positive so then I can go to the hospital. See, that's why that's why the hospitals were overrun by everyone crying wolf. Oh, I better go to the hospital. No, you didn't have to go to the hospital. Now, this girlfriend of you mine, did, though, You simply didn't have to. This was legit. A girlfriend of mine, and uh, no flu. she's awesome, yeah. Shelly, she, she got yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, by the way, well, I'll tell you in a minute, but she... Had to go to the hospital because she couldn't breathe. Okay, man. if you okay. can't breathe, you go to the hospital. So she did, and she was in there for like three or four days. By I, the way, Billy Dilly cigarettes are—they are intoxicating to the point where I can't breathe over here. Yeah, well, he, he who, who smokes a cigarette like that? No, he pu- he he does a puffing. Action. Explain to me how he does that, where it fills the entire room, and this this is coming from a guy, me. Who smokes cigars? Well, I'll tell you how. But he fills the room with cigarette smoke. I'll tell you how. Because he chains, he he lights one. Right, watch. He just put one. Yeah, out. but it's not even about chain smoke. It's about the way he smokes yes. it, and it bellow like right there, bellowing. Can you see that on? Uh, yes. You can see that on our, our YouTube feed. It's that smoke is all from Billy's cigarette. Yeah. 
It's it's crazy time. And, but yet we're going to we're going to pass away way before Billy. You know, Billy's going to be a hundred years old. We've been dead for forty years, fifty. Ibram <coughs> <coughs> X. Kendi uh-huh. gets uh, applause for race remarks at Netflix screening. Uh, whiteness prevents white people from connecting to humanity. That's his quote. He's back, and this time he has a new Netflix documentary. Well, because of course he does. Ibram X. Kendi recently spoke at a special screening for his new Netflix doc, Stamped from the Beginning, which is based on his 2016 book, Examining the History of Anti-Black Racism. At the screening, Kendi received a round of applause after he called out white people. He said, I don't think white people worldwide have really reckoned with how much their own personal identity is shaped by constructions of whiteness and how much that construction of whiteness prevents white people from connecting with humanity. Wow. So because we're white, we can't connect with humanity. We're the bad guy now. He says says it's whiteness that prevents that. Kendi. Ibram X. Kendi, when you're not able to see yourself and other human beings, that creates all sorts of problems. But not just societal problems, but personal problems. What I think hopefully this film and this work will uh, liberate those folks from, it's liberating all the way around. I think it'll liberate all of us because we've all been told a lie about ourselves and other people. And with that, the audience went nuts and applauded this racist named Ibram X. Kendi. And the crowd went wild. Kendi became a darling of elite cultural circles with his 2019 book, How to Be an Anti-Racist. But his celebrity status, uh, you know, over the last several years now, fallen significantly. Since then, his critical race theory has been called into question in numerous states, including Florida, which has been banning the teaching of the divisive race-based ideology in public schools. Uh, thank you, Governor. Thank you for doing the right thing there. Well, sure. And you know who started the divide? I mean, let's go. Let's be serious. But Obama started this whole race he divide. He had the opportunity to bring us all together, man. Yeah, he did. And by the way, we were we were pretty much together before Obama took office, especially especially when 9-11 went down, man. Yeah. It was not black, white, Asian, it Mexican. It was, it was all. all of us. It was Americans against you bastards. Yeah. And barbaric sons of bitches. Wasn't that a beautiful feeling? And man, Obama had the opportunity to do the right thing. But that's just the opposite of what he was looking for. Divisiveness is the left. Divisiveness is the Democrat. Yes, sir. Without divisiveness, that party doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, House Armed Services Military uh, Personnel Subcommittee Chairman Jim Banks recently called on the Navy to apologize for promoting Kendi by putting his writing on an official reading list. Well, that's good, right? That's a step in the right direction. Well, uh, yeah. Why would they do that? Sylvester Stallone's wife is happy after uh, moving to Florida. She says, wasn't anything left for me in California. And uh, for those of you new to Magic Mets Outlaw Radio, that's where we emanate. We are here in Southern California, uh, the formerly great state. Uh, Jennifer Flavin. Flavin! Are they still... Uh, Flavin! Are they still together? 
Yeah, that's that's why they both. Oh, he moved to Florida also. I, I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, yeah, wife of movie star uh, Sly Stallone discussed the couple's recent move to Florida from her state of California, saying she just had nothing left here in the Golden State. It's an incredible move. I have to say I'm really happy with our uh, move and our change. I was born and raised there. Two of our kids were born there. But now everyone's out. Our daughters moved to the East Coast. So there wasn't really anything left for me in California. She said a few of our best friends also moved. So I think it's a good change just making new friends, living a totally different lifestyle. I love it. I'm really happy. God bless her. Uh, Flavin, however, made it clear she did not leave California due to crime and uh, and hailed it as a beautiful state. Well, it is a beautiful It, it, it is. is a beautiful state. It is. She said, there's crime everywhere. There's crime in Florida, too. So I didn't move because of crime. You can find it anywhere you look, even in small towns. Well, yeah, but not so much. Yeah, not in my small town. So Sly's going to move to Florida, and he's going to make another Rocky. I just know it. I think California is probably the most beautiful state in the United States. I absolutely love it, but I just needed a change, she said. I felt like I've been there long enough, and life is short, so I wanted to make a change and not just uh, be sitting in uh, one house the rest of my life. She's being very diplomatic because... Uh, yeah, again, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Oh, yeah. I, I, it sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, Stallone discussed the movie in the Netflix documentary Sly, where he said transitioning to Florida bettered his creativity. Sly said, I wasn't moving because, oh, wow, I wanted another beautiful view. Anytime changing that paradigm, which you uh, become used to, it's literally to jumpstart that process again. I get that. I get that. New surroundings, man. Well, I bet you. Sometimes it's real helpful. Yeah, and I, I bet you because, you know, Florida, I mean, just everywhere. I had a friend, him and his wife. You mean America, Florida. That, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, they got a, they got a house on the water out there, no taxes and all this stuff. It's just they love it, man. Well, and you get to keep your home no matter what, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, unless you murdered someone. But, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Stallone's motives were slightly different. Of course. Of yeah. course, because Sly is a good American uh, conservative. Yes. He's Rambo, for God's sakes. Uh, they, uh, you know, his reason for getting out was uh, the obvious one. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous here in California. Yeah. And that goes for Dean Kane, another good guy. Scott Bale, another good guy. Cheryl Crow, stinky fingers. Cheryl, Cheryl one-ply toilet paper crow. Mm, stinky fingers. Ouch. Uh, Katy Perry got out. Uh, and, and Fitty Sant. I didn't know that. Most well, recently, actor uh, Taylor Kitsch. Who's that? Anybody? Uh, no. Uh, announced his move to Montana to build a sober living facility for veterans. That's nice. That's 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 really cool. That's awesomeness, yeah. And speaking of moving, Angelina Jolie says she plans to leave Los Angeles. Hollywood is not a healthy place. Even though in this article they call Angelina Jolie uh, a megastar. Really? I can't. I can't really point to a movie that I like, you know, and said, "Why wow, that that was one of the great movies of all time." I mean, she's a good actress. She just happens to be really hot. Well, she's hot, and she's a good actress uh, in most of the stuff she does. But I wouldn't call her a megastar. And she's been in the media with with different, like Brad Pitt and blah blah blah. And, you know, she wears. Uh, that was one of the. That was well, one of the the uh, the comments. Kipadada, God rest your soul. Uh, the great comedian Kipadada was a friend of. Uh, of this show, Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube. Yes. And, uh, you know, and he brought this up, must have been 10 years ago. He said, why, why not just star? When did we start calling these people superstars? Right. Why Isn't star enough? 
Mm-hmm. And and he's and he's really right about that. He was right about a lot of things. He he just couldn't behave. No, he couldn't. No, no, he was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. You know, he's yeah. sort of like Donald Trump. In the Donald Trump yeah. is a big loud mouth and he pisses a lot of people off. Yeah, but he's but he knows what he's doing and he loves America. Yeah. And Kip Adana was the same way. Kip was no Marxist man. He was a lover of the United States of America. And Kip Adana, yeah. But he no, he couldn't behave. He no, couldn't. he couldn't. No. No, he would, he would, boy, he'd piss you off. Oh. I mean, he really would. Oof. Uh, in an interview with the Wall Street Journal, Angelina Jolie said she planned to eventually leave L.A., uh, though she didn't specify when. It's part of what happened after my divorce. What, the, the one with Brad Pitt? Probably. Or with someone else? Yeah, I lost the ability to live and travel as freely. I'll move when I can, she told the newspaper, adding that she'll spend more time at her home in Cambodia. Well, ugh. well, no, she did. she's been doing yeah. that for a while. She goes to well, that's where her kids. I think they adopted the kids. A from bunch Cambodia. of them, yeah. They, they, you know, she does good things. Angelina Jolie says, uh, "I grew up in a quite uh, shallow place." She said, "Of all the places in the world, Hollywood is not a healthy place." Uh, so you think uh, you seek authenticity. Um, Jolie is the latest celeb to throw in the towel when it comes to uh, crime-ridden Los Angeles. Mark Wahlberg, man, he got out a know? long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And that's another guy who uh, I think is a pragmatist. He's, uh, you know, he's never declared. He, I think he's old school Democrat. Is that that's who Mark is? Maybe I, I, follow, I think he's a good guy. I follow him on Instagram, and he does some pretty cool stuff. And it makes me stay. Well, he never makes pronouncements like he hates Trump. No, right? no. But, no, never. But it makes me think that he is more conservative. He's more on yeah. the right. That it, well, he's a he's definitely a Christian. He goes to church. He used to go to the church in Santa Monica. Yeah, he's a good every man. Sunday. I think he's a good man. Yeah. I know some folks that know him, and they say Marky the same Mark. thing. They say he's a great uh, guy. Yeah. You know, I may have met him, and I just forgot. Well, you the know, funky he, bunch, bro. Well, yeah, Come yeah. On. I mean, I interviewed damn near <laughs> everyone, so I probably I probably knew the dude, and I forgot about it. The worst thing he did, going back, way call back to Planet of the Apes, worst remake ever that he was in. I, I felt bad for him, because it just... It so was, you have to throw in a negative about him. Bad writing. Uh, it wasn't I just, him. I, don't, I just don't understand it's horrible. That. Mark, I'm sorry. Uh, L.A. Uh, County has seen, and that's where we are, uh, has seen a major surge in crime. Uh-huh. And uh, thanks, thank you, uh, District Attorney uh, uh, George uh, Gascon. How about last Saturday, he is so He is so friggin' soft on crime, man. Yeah. I mean, take what you want under $1,000 from any store, and we will not prosecute. It is... Yeah. I mean, it is a, it is a, a free pass to steal. Yes. Smash and grabs. I mean, they become an epide- epidemic here in Southern California because you can get away with it. Why not? Well, and the home invasions have just risen like... Oh, uh, my God. Like they're hitting uh, in exclusive neighborhoods, yes. these home invasions. Yeah, I, I mean, I won't wealthy, talk. Wealthy yeah. celebrities, and it's just a... It, it is a climate of fear here in parts of the city that, that for many, many years, and I've lived here a long time, but we thought were immune to urban crime. And no. boy, all bets are off now. There's been a man. couple cases. I'm not going to mention. Well, you know, how about LA's homeless? No, I know. Tent cities. I'm not going to mention. Lining the, the streets. Yeah, exactly. The massive fire that recently shut down the 10 freeway for days that originated from a homeless encampment beneath an course. underpass. Of course. You know, they, they sort of kept that part yeah. quiet. Yeah. They kept that as quiet as they possibly could. Yeah. I mean, the minute you heard what happened, if you had a brain, you knew what, what came down. There. Yes, sir. That it was a homeless encampment. All right, we'll be this after back on Magic Mats Outlaw Radio.